You're going to see the interview everyone is going to be talking about. Wagon wheel, what to see? What do I think of her? Yes. I don't think of her. Then we become divas as opposed to just strong women. Oh, coughing during my interview, really? It feels uh, reductive. then lovely hello divas and welcome to little diva energy your every other weekly sl- why what can't i learn the word for is it bi-weekly does that mean twice a week fortnightly fortnightly your fortnightly slice of a little something extra in between our main eps and let's kick things off by introducing myself uh i'm so <laughs> <laughs> i do that all again <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm Holly Morgan. I'm obsessed with divas. My husband Tom is also here. Feeling good as hell. Lovely. Really nice. Is, it, is that true? Yeah, I do feel good. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, I went for a run this morning. Fucking hell. I know, right? <laughs> it's autumn. It's uh, all going round here. That's what's happening. Uh, lovely stuff. So um, let's kick things off with the feedback from our part one of Gwen Verdon with Robert Madge. I love him so much <laughs> really because i don't think that came across in the no, episode no i think I, I seem quite cool yeah <laughs> you played it really, really cool. casual <laughs> i love you i think uh, probably around i imagine the listeners have probably noticed and um are quite annoyed by it but i'm pretty sure you say about three times this is the best day of my life <laughs> stand by it yeah Standby. I can't wait to record. You can't say it that many times that it be a lie. It's <laughs> having a great time. It was lovely. Super. So uh, we had lovely feedback on our, our chat about Gwen Verdon. Oh, Barbie. Oh, Barbie. I want to do, do Chicago. Chicago. <laughs> Uh, if you haven't watched uh, Fosse Verdon, you it, won't get that. It's on iPlayer now, so you've got no excuse. Waste of 13 quid. Yeah, never mind. That'll okay. be given to Jeff Bezos. <sighs> Fucking hell. He's got so much money off me, that man. I don't, it's another drop in the ocean, isn't it? Scrotum of a man. Yeah. Uh, we go now live to Chris's coincidence. Oh, yeah. Hi. Um, I was just listening to your podcast about uh, Broadway legend Gwen Verdon, and it just suddenly occurred to me. Um, it was really weird because earlier this year, I actually watched um, the award-winning TV series Fosse Verdon, which um, was all about Gwen Verdon. I just thought that was such a weird coincidence. Cool. Thanks. Bye. Now, you see, that's back on track. Now form. he's back on track. That's a coincidence. After that real blip he had last week, where oh. he, thought, he thought was a coincidence, was just clearly not. No, this, this, this is, is a genuine coincidence. This is what we're after. Thank you. And of course, we have to follow that up with Rich's bitch. I might have to go bitch light this week. Like, I really don't have much to give you. I'm so sorry to the theatre community, but, like, I've never seen Fosse Verdon. I don't really know who Gwen Verdon is. Like, obviously I do, but not really. I just, yeah, I'm struggling. I'm Bake Off's back. Um, I love Rowan. Can't tell you enough how much I love Rowan. Um, And obviously Queen Sura, excellent. Um, There's a new Sam Smith song. It's called Diamond. It's excellent. There's two new J-Lo songs, one of which is called Party. It's excellent half english half spanish you know with j-lo how you're never really gagging for new music but when she gives you a new song you're just like pleasantly surprised it's like that it's really good um there's also a new kylie minogue song but like 
I have a difficult relationship with Kylie Minogue. Most gays have that with their dad, but for me, it's with Miss Minogue because I want it to be what I want it to be, but it's just never quite there. And that's kind of a good metaphor of how I feel about that song. And indeed, this whole album, like, it's just not quite what I want. Otherwise, though, I feel like the Divaverse is really quiet this week. So can't wait for your episode. You've got a lot longer to fill than I do. Oh, yes, please. Come on now. She could bring it to you every ball. Okay, well, let's go to the Weekend Diva. Weekend Diva! So, uh, we're going to kick things off by getting the terrible news out of the way first. Ruth Bader Ginsburg died. Yeah. Um, and this is a genuinely terrifying moment in history. And, but it, and, mm. Yeah, it's an, no, not, an unbelievable track record in terms of, yeah. I mean, not only just holding people to account, but in terms of her position on the Supreme Court, but also her record as a human rights and particularly a women's rights campaigner yeah. and advocate um just superb a superb person Incredible if, person. if, if i think obviously lots of people are sharing this on facebook and twitter but if you haven't seen it do watch um rbg do watch rbg which is the documentary on netflix about her it's absolutely stunning yeah and it's it's not to diminish her, the achievements that she made in her life that she's died at this particular juncture but it is also fucking terrifying that She's gone just now. That's absolutely right, yeah. And, oh, well, unfortunately, a lot of people are... Well, there's a certain backlash that's basically saying she should have retired when Obama was in, in the White House, so therefore we wouldn't be in this position now if she had done because he would have been able to replace her with a liberal uh, equivalent. Um, but as someone rightly pointed out in the news in an interview, they just said this, this shouldn't be down to one person. It's no. not down... This isn't... This is not on the shoulders of any one person. And to blame someone for not retiring when they should have when she's worked tirelessly throughout that time is wrong, yeah. frankly. Mm-hmm. Um, so give it a rest, fuckwits. Give it a rest, you fucks. The next item on the Week in Diva is that Rihanna will be doing some... Uh, she's extending the Fenty X line to do men's pants and PJs. PJs and pants. PJs and pants. Do your nice pair The lesser-known 90s pop duo. PJs and pets. PJ, PJ, PJ. That's how it would go. Would it? Yeah. I couldn't think of anything that rhymed with rumble <laughs> to do a let's get ready to rumble gag. Um, grumble? Let's get ready to grumble. It doesn't quite no, work because no. why would you grumble about your pants? No reason, especially well, if they're made by Rihanna. Yeah. Do you want a pair of Rihanna's pants? Yeah. I'll get you some fancy kicks. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Does they never get you anything? Trinkets. Yeah, they're for you. Uh, the next item on the week. <laughs> we're going down it like we're in a court of law. <laughs> Well, you said that it was chaotic last week, so now I'm presenting it like a sort of village AGM. <laughs> we do AOB at the end. Yeah, absolutely. Kylie's got a new song called Magic. She has. And it's what? Banging. Because she's what? Turned it round, I reckon. Love it. Last two tracks Kylie's released. Hammers, as far as I'm concerned, having never previously been a Kylie fan in the past. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Next item. Oh, my want. God. What? Just the way you're going about this. You can't see her, listeners, but she's also got a pen which she's holding horizontal, like parallel to the page, and is going down it like she's yeah. using it as a marker to see where she is on the AGM. And then when we've wrapped this up, we'll plan who's bringing what for the tombola. I, Should I be taking minutes? Yes, absolutely. Right. Um, no recording devices allowed. No, everyone will get a pot of jam at the end. Is that what happens? I don't know. You've what? never been to the countryside, have you? <laughs> Right, next item on the agenda. Christina Aguilera outsinging herself on the new version of Reflections. Unbelievable. 
<laughs> if it wasn't for your diva of the week this week, which we'll get to later, yeah. I would say it's probably one of the most diva things of all time. It's incredible. Taking your original song on which you're... <laughs> I mean, frankly, it should be a verb. Aguilaring. Yeah. Aguilaring. Yeah. Aguilaring. Aguilaring. Yeah. And then to, to Aguilera over the top of your own original yeah. aguilera song. Yeah. It's just <laughs> nonsense. To slightly cover up for the fact that you dropped it down a couple of semitones. <laughs> so you're like, I've just subtly lowered the key um, and I've made every other line... <laughs> unintelligible love it love to see it brilliant probably the best thing about the new Mulan from what I've heard second hand because I'm not going to watch it why aren't you going to watch it can't be asked um, and this and it's, isn't it supposed to be bad as well it's supposed to be pretty mediocre it's also written by white people yeah it's yeah. not the best choice that Disney have ever made it's not really appropriation as much as it's just sort of poor representation behind the camera yeah <laughs> lovely <clears throat> next excellent okay now we get down to the proper business in hand that's why I wanted to sort of rattle through that a little I bit I see I see because there's quite a lot of business this week there's so. quite a lot to address so we've got this big big point on the uh, on the agenda so what's this Madonna <laughs> having a manicure done whilst dictating to her co-author co-dramatist of the story of her own life this the energy of this she had some cassettes with old demos on them. Is that what they were? Yeah. It just sounded like a beat. And then she went, ah, oh, I can keep time. And I was like, she just got old cassettes of her drumming. <laughs> all, Honestly, wouldn't put it past Yeah, her. all while she's having her mani done. It's absolutely sensational. Also, the weirdest mani I've ever seen. She yeah. looks like she's got a hand in a scanner. That's when they dry it off at the end, ah. so you don't smear it. Yeah. Not even a scanner, it looked like a shredder. Yeah. This, this autobiography... Well, what do you call it? What's it all? Biopic. Bio- biopic. Biopic is going to be really mad if she's got this much involvement. Yeah. And also if she's kind of like got one eye on it, one eye on a beauty regime. Yeah. She seemed quite um, chipper. Yeah. Good mood. Loving the hair. She's got sort of like quite a thick black root now. But mm, you sort of proposed that she might have dyed. Black. She's dyed. She's gone black. Yeah. But not taking any pictures and then dyed the ends, dip dyed the ends blonde. Yeah, I don't know what, how she's done it, but look, we can spend hours talking about Madonna's hair. And we've, have done. We've got to move on if we're going to work out who's doing what to the, for the bring and buy. So next item on the agenda. That I thought that was the one that we were working towards. That was the whole point. Well, yeah, but I, like the headline is she was she's still writing it, sort of. She's dictating it while having a manicure. Who's that girl? She, uh, that girl, she's dictating it to. Who's that girl? Yeah. Very good. Madonna Who's Reffer. that girl? It's the co-author whose name I've forgotten. Due Pre- diligence. Uh, it, uh, uh, Diablo Cody. Are you kidding? No. She's amazing. Brilliant. Diablo Cody, she's, she's a screenwriter. She's like, she was an ex-stripper. And then she wrote the screenplay for Juno. Ah, yes. I knew and there was a link. And then teamed up with... Jason Reitman again as a director and made Young Adult, which I don't think you've seen yet, have you? And I keep trying to get you to watch it. No. I think it's better than Juno. Oh, really? It's brilliant. She plays a sort of potentially psychopathic young adult novelist who goes back to her hometown. She's absolutely, it's Charlie's Theron, and she's absolutely dreadful. Oh, brilliant. That sounds amazing. Yeah, it's got um, Peyton Oswald in it. 
Oh, I love him. He's Michelle McNamara's uh, widower. widower yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Amazing. Great. Another diva news. Uh, Michelle McNamara's fantastic book, I'll Be Gone in the Dark. Is, yes, has, has been, been turned into a documentary on HBO. Yes, with, now available on Now TV. Yeah, with Karen Kilgariff of my favourite murder in it. She in it? Yeah, she is. Yeah. Was she a commentator, a uh, 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 contributor? Or? Yeah, I think she wrote the foreword, and she's friends with Patton Oswalt. But what I mean in the in the documentary, is she being yeah, interviewed? yeah, yeah. So she's being interviewed. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. Good, excellent, Diablo. What a name. Yeah. Is that what those fucking things are called that people like hippies do? Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. With the awful. you've got the two uh, wooden sticks. Yeah, and you do it with the with the rope in between, and then you flip it oh. in the air and you catch it again. I used to go out with an absolute twat that did things like that. Yeah. <sighs> what past, else? What else did he do? Uh, sold drugs. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, lived in a tree. Home. Did he keep his drugs in his diablo? Uh, no, that would have been actually quite clever. I won't have the name of Diablo Cody soiled with the memory of your ex-boyfriend. She's no. an absolute dave. Yeah. She's a complete dave. She, she has reclaimed Diablo. Yeah. Good for her. Yeah. I, I also actually like... Read, she became famous for her... She, I think she wrote a book called uh, like something like Diary of an Unlikely Stripper or something. Which great. Which is great. That's how she came to prominence. Lovely. And then wrote Juno, which is great, but I haven't watched it for a while. I would imagine does not hold up as well. Probably not. Also, Casilero del Diablo, my favourite... Cut price, grab a bottle of wine from the corner shop. Yes. It's about seven quid across the land, and it's fine. Yeah. It's you not know excellent, you... <laughs> it's fine. Speaking of, it's time for this week's round of Excellent or Fine. Excellent or fine, is it fine or is it excellent, or is it really just fine? I present to you, Sia's got a new song. Great. Where's my phone? Okay. See, so he's got a new song. Okay, okay so talk me through it. It's a company, it's, it's a song that goes with a film called Magic. Okay, tell um, me about Magic. Now, if you were doing a, a film about, with Kate Hudson in it, which is also something to do with Sia, you'd call it Behind the Lampshade, wouldn't you? <laughs> That's a missed opportunity. Uh, Maddie mm. Ziegler's in it, who's the, the girl who was dancing around in the chandelier video. The sort of the very, the child that sort of... Oh, yeah. yeah. She won't be much of a child now, though, I imagine. No. She's quite old now. Probably all. be a, a mid-teen. <laughs> that's how age works, baby. <laughs> Don't I fucking know it. <laughs> right, do you want to hear it? Yes. All right. So, we will now uh, give ourselves a break to listen to the new Sia song. And we will decide whether it's excellent or fine. So, it's called Courage to Change. Lovely. And here we go. Had enough? Yeah. Right. So, Holly, Sia's new song, Courage to Change. Excellent or fine? Fine. Okay. Tom. Fine. Yeah. I don't like Courage to Change. It sounds like a Tory manifesto. does, doesn't it? It's got a really like... Or something that you'd get on one of those uh, brochures that they hand out at some sort of a work away weekend. Yeah. Yeah, which in itself, I suppose, is probably indicative of a Tory mm-hmm. campaign slogan. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's fine. It's absolutely fine. It sounds like a mid to late career Eminem collaboration. Oof. Do you know what I mean? Like when he did all those songs where someone like Rihanna or someone was... Yeah, that was a It shame. sounds like that and you can imagine coming over the top being like, Yo, what do I know? What do I know? What do I know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like that. Right, well, talking of... 
M&M collaboration. Oh, yeah. This is, this is the main item on my agenda. Go on. Mariah's book's out tomorrow. Yes! <laughs> pre-ordered. Got it on pre-order. Coming in from Amazon tomorrow. Mm-mm. You can also get it on Audible so you can hear her, her narrating it herself. <gasps> she did it herself? Yeah. Uh... Can you imagine how long that book's going to be? Oh my God. <laughs> it's going to be about 50 hours. I downloaded The Mirror and the Light and that's 38. <laughs> this is going to be twice as long. <laughs> Do you think they're like legally obliged now to read? If you do an autobiography, you're legally bound to read it yourself. Probably, I'd probably get first refusal, I imagine. Or it'd just be really weird, wouldn't it? Listening to an autobiography that wasn't read by the person. Yeah. That seems really odd. Like any other book is fine, but if it's an autobiography and it was like yeah. Mariah Carey's autobiography read by, I don't know, Tandy Newton. <laughs> it'd just Great. be really weird. Lovely. I mean, I'd love to read it. Um, so obviously, look, we want to get the tea. She's teased that, that she does go into the Tommy Matola stuff. Formative diva being forged in the flames if it's out tomorrow have we had any reviews come out yet don't know haven't checked too late now (laughs) (laughs) the joy of podcasting um but she has said you know who won't be featuring in it eminem (laughs) marshall mathers the third not gonna be in it because he did not make a significant enough contribution to her journey is that the actual that is a paraphrase but basically she said something super shady like Along the lines of, I don't know her, about Eminem. Like, no, he's not going to be in it. And he's been, like, bitching and carping forever about her anyway. Because <laughs> she's always kind of denied that they went out, that they dated. And he's absolutely insistent upon it. He's obsessed with her. That's what the song's about. Why are you so obsessed Why with her? Why are you so obsessed with me? Um, and, yeah, he's always like, me, me, I went out with Mariah. That's my Eminem impression. It's better, actually. It sounded a lot more like him. <laughs> like a, a whiny little woman. No, cut mm. that. <laughs> Sound like um, you sounded like Cartman, but yeah, to be Cartman. fair, he's made that comparison in the past. So or Ed the Duck, nice on hormones, like a sweary Ed the Duck. Yeah, that's like it. Howard the Duck. Like Howard the Duck. I can't fucking stand Eminem. I know. Neither can I anymore. Good. Come for me, Marshall. <laughs> <laughs> You've basically beaten it out of me. <laughs> so yeah, Mariah's book's out. I'm gonna read it. I think I might maybe do some dramatic readings in the in the LDEs to come. Either we have a section every week from then on, which is you Holly reads from Mariah's autobiography, or we do a full podcast series where we talk about it. Yeah. Chapter by chapter. Yeah, anything could happen. A read-along. If you will. Send us an email, send us a tweet. What would you like to see Big Diva Energy do with Mariah Carey's book, given that we are get, obtaining a copy on the day that it comes out? <laughs> We can read it in two weeks, it'll be fine. So we can just cover it on the next Little Diva. But can we do something more creative with it? That's up to you. Not us. You. The listener. The listener. The fans. Yeah. So that is... Because that's what we do it for. That's what we do it for. That's what we do it for you. We're here for for you. We do it for the fans. All 50 of you. (laughs) (laughs) You know who else does it for the fans? Who? Little Mix. Yes, Little Mix! Little Mix the Search! Now, look, I love Little Mix. How, how do you feel about Little Mix? I'm obsessed with them. They're your favourite band, aren't they? I'm a mixer. You're a mixer, full-on mixer. And... I think they're my favourite pop band. Yeah, they're the best pop band that are out. They're, they're the most best current pop band. I prefer them to a lot of other bands that aren't out anymore. Yeah, me too. They are amazing. Speaking of which, Who? in the second episode of Little Mix the Search, which we'll get onto properly in a second, but... They talk about the mixed group 
and they say like, oh, like, who was the last, you know, what was the last mixed group that we actually had in the charts that were any good? Like, there was just S Club 7, like, and they were like, oh, I remember them from when I was a kid. Like, that's the last time we had a mixed group. And then someone was like, Steps. And then I think it's Jade goes, oh, they were ages ago. Oh. And you could just hear the sound of H's heart <laughs> dropping. I think H could weather the storm. I think it'd be Lisa Scott Lee who'd take it most personally. That's true. But just imagine that. Imagine you're Lisa Scott Lee, LSL, and you're sat at home, <laughs> just like, oh, brilliant. I love Little Mix. Little Mix are so great. This one, you yeah. know, probably thinks they're, they're the inheritors to Step's crown. Yeah. They ain't. But <laughs> sat there watching it. And then Jade just goes, nah, they were ages ago. <sighs> Just twisting that knife in. We, oh, no. To be fair, we do project a lot onto Lisa Scott Lee that she may or may not feel. So. Yeah, that's true. Well, that, I said H. You're the one that brought LSL into this. That's true. I'm sorry, Lisa. Liesl. Write in. <laughs> Liesl. Liesl Scott Lee. Uh, write in. Right. So Little Mix of Search is so great because they've basically... I love it when the BBC try and do um, like reality TV find a star stuff because they always like shove a bit of random tech at it. Yes. So they've got like this weird screen which they're sort of grabbing at and like Minority Report. Yeah, and it, or, or um, Shag Marry of what was that one where they used to have the the, the robot in a box and you get in a box and the bo- the robot were like, oh, you look like shit, robot and then they do a makeover on you. Jibber it. Robot like, Wars. No, it wasn't Robot Wars. It like parking in a high high street and then you'd get in the box and the, and the robot would be like, oh, you look really, really awful. And then they'd do your makeover and you'd come out and then everyone would be like, yeah, now I'd shagger. I, I, <laughs> I never heard of that, but I hate it. If anyone knows what that was or if it was a fever dream that I had. It sounds like you might have had coronavirus and that's what you came <laughs> up with when you were right in the eye of the storm. <laughs> Yeah, it's got very much that energy. Um, the waiting room looks like an Oliver bonus. <laughs> they sort of shove these kind of very uh, sweet, well-intentioned... Children. Children into the Oliver bonus when they've got through. It looks like they, well, they kind of go into the Oliver bonus changing room yeah. and then they get brought through into the showroom. Mm. Yeah. Um, where Little Mix are. Where Little Mix are. And you know what? If you are that good looking... Yeah. Why bother to get dressed? Jade didn't. <laughs> Jade, who is a fucking queen, anyway, is literally in a, in a sweats. She's got those like um, tie-dyed baggies on yeah. that people wear at festivals yeah. and like a hoodie and a pair of Nana specs. <laughs> but we probably sound like the oldest people in the world because that's probably like really trendy. I'm sure she's bang on trend. Maybe. But the rest of them look like they've, you know, they've dressed up a bit. Jessie's dressed up because, because Jessie... My favourite part of the their looks, which are all obviously stunning, yeah. um, is the fact that they've got... There's like three different looks they've got. They've got the one where they're sat on the sofa, which is where they bring people in. Uh, and our theory about Jade when we were watching it was that Jade thought that the audition process was just something that they went through and they just had to like get rid you know, narrow it down to a couple of people and then they'd get on with the programme. Mm. And that she came in and was like, like all right, so like... <laughs> I'll read, like, I'm just going to make the... Oh, like, yeah. I'll just sit on this sofa here, we'll, like, do... And they're like, Jade, you, the camera's you're wearing on. that. The camera's <laughs> on. Oh, fuck! I didn't, <laughs> didn't he realise we were supposed to be, like, filming the auditions? Um, yeah, I'd, I'd buy that. But, so they've got those looks. Then they've got the look that they... When they go on stage live with the band and they have to tell the band, like, who's going to be in the final lineup. And then there's the middle interview, which I don't know what it's for, but there's, like, a separate interview where they're all on a couch. Yeah. And they're sort of talking about the process. So it's not the actual, like, live interviewing. Live 
auditioning. It's not the on stage stuff, but it's like a middle narration part. Yeah. But they've all absolutely for some reason, the bit when they're live in front of a of a studio audience and the bit where they're actually like auditioning people, the majority of the program, <laughs> they've decided like, ah, I'll just put a blazer on or something. Yeah. But when they're on that couch <laughs> narrating really done up yeah it's like one of their o2 <laughs> outfits it's amazing they're like dressed like robots or something yeah absolutely obsessed they look with incredible it. But... yeah so the most incredible looking women that i've seen in years but they're like you know what i want the re- the real look like that the designer's gonna get turn on. the look on the sofa turn it on the sofa i want that narration <laughs> to be absolutely on point yeah exactly yeah jade you can wear your baggy t-shirt for this bit <laughs> yeah, but fine don't worry about that i want to see you in a pajama suit in the next bit should i take my specs off <laughs> I'd love it if Holly Jervis came to do a little mix of search. Oh, that's where she's been. That's what we've all been waiting mm. for. What did someone say about little mixes looks on Twitter that you really enjoyed? Oh, someone was reviewing their um, <laughs> some footage of them when they were first on the X Factor and said that they, whoever styled them should be on trial at the Hague. <laughs> <laughs> They're not wrong. My God. My God. But My now, God alive. Back yeah. Now they can't lose. They can't. They can't turn a bad look. They can't turn a bad look. The absolute extreme campery of those four women is just mwah. yeah it's, it's so it's, good they are so fucking camp yeah they especially are, jesse jesse is like <laughs> she is just like she's like a drag queen yeah but and that's her energy she's just got it's not what yeah. she looks like because god bless her like we absolutely live for her and that yeah. amazing documentary that she made of getting bullied by people who literally can all go fuck themselves yeah but like it's nothing to do with how she looks it's just like well, A is how she beats. And yeah. B, it's her energy. Her energy is full drag. Yeah. I love her. I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed with them. All so, of yeah, them. little mix of search. Thank God. I also, I'd been snoozing on Perry. Yeah, Perry's great. Yeah. I just, I just think she feels like a leader to me. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like in that room, in the auditions, she she's feels like. She's a strategist. Like, yeah, she's the brains of the outfit. Yeah. Not that the others aren't obviously clever, but like she's just got a real intelligence to her, like the yeah. way that she holds herself and the way she's watching stuff. And they do talk about it as well, don't they? How yeah. like she's the one that always gives the. Um, really the detailed feedback. Yeah. Oh, Perry. I fucking live for Perry. You I just think Perry. I've just been snoozing on her. I don't yeah. know why. She just like faded into the background a little bit for me. But Perry's right at the forefront now. She's my new mix. Yeah, she's your mix. Okay, excellent. Well, the, let's, that brings us to Diva of the Week. And I, uh, this should be in the Week of Diva, but I know that she's your, your Diva nomination. So do you want to tell the listener how you feel about Sura from Bake Off? I live for Sura. <laughs> I died and was born anew in yep. her greatness. Uh, if you guys haven't seen Bake Off, is the new episode out yet? I think the new one's out tomorrow. Okay, so the new one will be out tomorrow, but last week... I can't remember. I mean, it's been a bumper week for us for reality TV, isn't yeah, it? Absolutely yeah. Absolutely loved the new episode of Bake Off. Yeah. Um, Amazing. Watching it against my will for the most part. I mean, I like Bake Off, but we like swearing at it, don't we? We yeah. like the juxtaposition of watching something very innocent and very sort of homely, but being absolutely ruthless about yeah, it. Yeah, Tearing them to bits verbally but if this on our is couch. The new fee- if this is the new format where they basically get them to make a fucking bin fire at the end of it. It's like ne- they've watched, nailed it and gone, why aren't we doing that? Yeah. Why did we get people who can make... I mean, okay, arguably, can you make a, f- a face out of cake? No, no, and no one should, but I'm so glad they did. They must have known it would go wrong. They, they must, must have known no one can manage that. That David Bowie that looked like John Merrick. <laughs> oh. The Bob Marley that was blue and green and had no features. SpongeBob. <laughs> 
the actual the Lupita Nyong'o. Oh my god. Oh. Now she. Sh- That's she, a hate crime. It's a hate crime. She should be taken off off Twitter for that. It's just. <laughs> I've never seen anything like it. The Bill Bryson was uncanny, but why have you made Bill Bryson out of cake? I also think that says a lot about Bill Bryson, and if I was him, I would be very unhappy. Yeah. If you're the only one whose cake face looks exactly like your face in that Bake Off challenge, you need to worry about your face. Yeah. I mean, there are two divas in this uh, Bake Off, I'd say. There's the Sura, obviously. Yes. And then there's Lottie. Cat from work. Yeah. Who reminds us of our friend Cat from work, uh, who's the sort of the panto producer, who for some reason thought that her Kate looked like Louis Theroux. Mm. It, it did not look like Louis Theroux it at all. It looked more like Louis Theroux than any of the other cakes looked like their people, apart from Bill Bryson. It looked well, it looked a bit more like Sigmund Freud, I thought. But Louis's got a beard now. Okay. Sure. He's, he's got a sort of salt and pepper beard these days. I think that's what she was going for. She fashioned it off a mould of a skull, which was very intelligent. And also very on brand for her. Yeah, loved it. <laughs> She's a goth. But let's keep this thing, let's talk about Sura. She is such a queen. <sighs> when she took that cat her. out for a walk, we were like, oh, bloody hell, here, here we, we go. go. And then, and then we got to see her, the, fa- the, the face she pulled at Noel Fielding. When he asked her if she likes Battenberg. She gave him... He looked, she looked at him like he'd farted in a handbag. He <laughs> like, was like... I could she not... sabotaged that pineapple upside down Oh yeah, the cake. fly. <laughs> and also, her David Attenborough... I mean, it didn't look like David Attenborough. But um, yeah, just Sura. Just great, great energy from Sura all around. She did David Attenborough, didn't she? Yeah, she had to Cat from work did... Uh... Louis Theroux. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I can't remember the others. So I think she's a, a very good nomination for Diva of the Week. And oh, I just live for it. I just yeah. think I, I, it's really great. It's so often the case on things like Bake Off that really reminds you how truly unfunny or naturally lacking in comedy chops the mm. general public are. Mm. And then you get one person who's genuinely funny, yeah. Cat from Work. Yeah. And you get one person who I don't think has any idea how funny they are, but is just naturally just hilarious. Yeah. And I was just watching that episode, just like, just loving watching both of them, yeah. really enjoying it. And little did I know what we'd get to. And then we got the reveal of the cakes. And honestly, we screamed, didn't we? Screamed. I was crying. I was crying <laughs> with laughter. Like full tears of laughter. So good. I couldn't breathe. It was so good. I had a sore throat the next day. Yeah. Unbelievable. Superb. Um, yeah. So who's your diva of the week? Madonna. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm sorry. If she's going to keep dictating her <laughs> biopic to Cody Diablo, I don't have a choice. No, that's true. It doesn't make me happy. I know. It does. I didn't. <laughs> I tell you what. Also, I'll back you as well because now I know it's Diablo Cody that's doing it. That I think that film's going to be great. Yeah. I mean, Madonna is directing it, which hasn't gone well historically. <laughs> Just the once. Yeah. Um, so yeah, she's my favorite of the week. Suck it. Mm. Uh, next week it's part two of Gwen Verdon with Robert Mad. Yes, please. Yes, encore. The second best day of your life. The second best day of my life. Let's make that the challenge, Robert. Can you make it the, the can you top the last experience? Can you make it a better day of his life? I doubt it. Um excellent. Lovely. Love you all very much. Absolutely adore every single one of you. Unless you vote Tory. Take care. I've got to stop doing this at the end. <laughs> Sneaking in.
Yeah.